I didn't realize how uh, aged Tales from the Crypt would be from 1990. Yeah. You know, it's like you remember these things being a lot cooler than you Friday the 13th series. I have that as well. I also have the other one. The following program oh. contains scenes of violence, nudity, and mature subject matter. Parental discretion is advised. L.I.W. Tales from the Crypt. Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to L.I.W. Tales from the Crypt Review. I'm Phoenix West. I am Frank. Thanks. I am Adam Wilcox. Frank, how difficult was it for you to not say Clementine? Because this is a different show. Because I, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that little <laughs> pause there. <laughs> Yeah, thanks guys for joining me on this uh, first episode of a new show. And I've never started off a show with guests, but that's why I wanted to do this show is because it is a, it's one of those shows that I think people our age grew up on. And it's it definitely, it, I think it'd be better with a, as far as a podcast goes with as many different people as I can. And uh, I really appreciate you guys joining. I appreciate watching that with me. It was, it was something. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, so, problem, man. Yeah. This is not a good first episode for us to do. Nope. <laughs> it's 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 so fucking dated. Oh my god, that episode was terrible. <laughs> These used to show on HBO. Yeah, and she says, "What did she say at the beginning?" Like, and she said, "Fart." Instead of fuck. Remember now. I wish I would have wrote that down because, like, we were. It, it was it was bull shirt or something. Oh yeah, like bullfart. I thought bullfart. That's it. Yeah. An, a, the... an HBO show with no language. Crazy. I, I mean, like, I I just remember watching this like every weekend at my dad's house in Lindenwald. That that's like what this show brings you back to. And I just this watched is like a show that could have been on WFLD or, or you know, like, like your, your local uh, public access channel. This did seem like a grown up version of a Goosebumps episode. It just seemed like so yeah. fucking tame. Especially because, yeah. Adam, I told you right before we started recording, I was watching Westworld, and that show's like dropping dong left and right. And this show's I like Bullfart. Show. And you're like, oh, okay, this is a different era. I really need to jump on that Westworld wagon. I haven't seen a single episode. Everybody keeps saying it's pretty fucking great. Yeah, it's my Game of Thrones. I don't give a shit about Game of Thrones, but I love Westworld. I I, I was instantly engaged with it with that show uh, as opposed to Game of Thrones, which I was just instantly bored. It's uh, sci-fi versus fantasy, which I'm always Mm -hmm. on sci-fi bandwagon. I don't like good good character study too. Yeah, Um, I heard good even. It's it's my favorite show on the air, like favorite drama on the air. It's great, and and it makes sense. It's your Game of Thrones because a lot of Game of Thrones YouTube creators have have gravitated towards Westworld now. So that makes a lot of sense. I don't think they're similar at all. I just think it's you know it's, it's like I said, it's sci-fi versus fantasy. They're both quality. They're both on HBO. I just really prefer Westworld over over Game of Thrones. It's just a I don't Same. like I don't like fantasy because they just make up names and places and ways to get out of stuff and sci-fi has to do it in a scientific Thank you. way. You 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 basically nailed why I don't like fantasy. You actually said it. Yeah, I'm glad you said it. They're just like I, I did a whole episode of Hundred Things Will Burn in Hell about fantasy, where it's just making shit yes. up and like here's how they get out of it by. It's one like, of the first ones I watch. I'm like, I wonder if he hates it for the same reasons I hate it. I'm like, thank God I'm not the only 
person that feels that way about it. it it's there's a lot of bullshit science to get out of things that should probably be a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Exactly why I'm a huge fan of just hard. Uh, it's it's called um, what hard sci-fi they call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's hard sci-fi? Has, I've been yeah. watching The Expanse, and I, I've been getting into that. That's that's a pretty good time. So I've been marathoning those. Anyways, yeah, let's talk about this episode of Tales from the Crypt: Corman's Calamity, Season Two, Episode Thirteen. All these episodes that I'm going to do are chosen out of this bad boy. <sighs> A bingo hopper, and then I have a list in the wall here for the bingo, and I'm going to choose them. So at the end of the episode, we're going to choose next time's episode. I don't want to say next week, because I don't know how often the show's going to come out. Why but do you have a bingo hopper? For this. Oh. Plus, this is how we used to pick uh, LAW movie review episodes back in the day, when we first started. So, yeah. Uh This one, though, I, I, I deeply regret I think he's trying it. to insinuate that you robbed the old folks home or something. It's just such a strange thing. That well, if you invite the old people over during the, you know, quote unquote, you know, quarantine time, then you play strip bingo. They trust you a lot more and they can do some weird shit during a bingo time. You get hop them on their meds. They don't know what's going on. They don't know. I tell them I'm their son and they'll do anything I ask. Yeah, I heard they'll start an orgy at a drop of a hat. Drop a something. Or a bingo chip. You drop your pants, I'll start an orgy. I'll tell you that. I want... I. This episode's not good, right? No. No. It, no, it's a, It's definitely a sub five. <laughs> well, we, let me uh, tell you this. We made it fun, but it, in, yeah. in of itself, no, it wasn't fun. This is definitely one. I'm glad Frank recorded some of it. Maybe I'll uh, splice them in here. <laughs> um, I don't edit podcasts, but maybe this will be one that I do. But let me just say, out of 670 votes on IMDb, this episode has a 6.9. And I don't get why. That's pretty high, I think. I think it should be a little lower. I'm going to give it a 5. Yeah. Hey, Phoenix, what was the episode called again? Corman's Calamity, Season 2, Episode 13. Corman's Calamity? Corman's Calamity. Both with Ks, for some reason. Um, Thank you. I wish there was one more word, and it was the triple K. <laughs> like Krusty's, what was on The Hello. Simpsons? Krusty's something camp. If it would have had some nudity or just like a little bit more blood, I might have liked it better. I think if it wasn't in the same, like, basically, I, I was to get into the premise because we haven't even touched on it yet. Um, yeah. Harry Anderson from Night Court plays an illustrator literally for Tales from the Crypt. He writes, he draws the cartoons that are in the, the comics, which is kind of cool. I like the, the meta stuff, but they didn't go far enough with it. It didn't even matter. But he starts drawing stuff, and it turns out it comes to life. Every single anthology series that has ever existed has this premise. Yep. Um, in Nightmares and Dreamscapes, it's the Stephen King one. It's a painter who does it. In uh, Goosebumps, it's a photograph. Fucking and, uh, gallery. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock presents. It's a it's a painting, I believe, as well. All of them have it. In Twilight Zone, Twi- it's the camera. Yeah, I was gonna say most unusual camera. camera. Yeah, yeah. All of them have it because it is it is an interesting idea. Like, what happens if I created something and it happened? How would we deal with that? Unfortunately, this episode doesn't go deep enough, and it didn't fucking matter. And I kind of forgot that's what it was about. Really, at some <laughs> point. But hey, like I, I think the most interesting fact that Phoenix was able to come up with is 
the raving, horrible wife lady with the mushroom on her head was Yvette from Clue. Yvette, no, I called her as the girl from the cop from the female cop from Die Hard with a Vengeance. Right, and then that led on to yes, yes. I, I called it, and I don't that that actress. Apparently, I've jerked off to her. I didn't know that. Didn't know that before <laughs> I saw this. But Yvette from Clue, I totally have. Yeah, come to think of it, oh shit, yeah, that. Um, I feel dirty now. Oh, you feel dirty, but I've also jerked off the Schindler's List when I was desperate as a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> you jerked off to. Yeah, you do what you can when in the in, to a walking froggy. Well, yeah, I mean, he he was hot in black and white. I don't care. What are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, that movie just saw red, and that was the only color on the screen. But I saw white that night, and I uh, changed some things. I changed the course of history, if you will. Mm. It, it's a it's a sexy movie. I I it I wasn't watching it for historical accuracy. I watched it because <laughs> and you're desperate in the VHS days. That's why I watched it, and that's why I did that. And I take no shame in that. Probably should. <sighs> Is it too anyway, late to get Alan Smithied out of this episode? Anyway, priest. Um, so I want to confess <laughs> to some things. <laughs> like, good God. Yeah, I have regrets. Uh, also, <sighs> Jessica Elba in that uh, flipper show. Those are my two big, my two big points. I was she's older than me. Back off! I'm not doing it now. That'd be weird. I don't see your hands. <laughs> uh huh. That's what I thought. Wow! Switch. switch he holds one hand. <laughs> yeah. One hand. Switch. Thop. 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 <laughs> Bangs on the table. Uh, I don't like this episode because it, it has a stupid, stupid sense of humor, which is like over the top. It reminds me of the extras from a Tim Burton movie, like Beetlejuice yeah. or Edward Scissorhands, where everyone's way it, over the top, 1950s, too 80s. self-aware for its own good. Yeah, and everyone's got goofy clothes on, and you know, it's goofy music, and everything's goofy, but it's also a serious horror story going on, and you never take it seriously, and you never laugh at it, so what's the point? Because of the constant derp 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 goofy music going on in the background. Like, it might as well. And there's no conclusion to it. No. Just just kind of ends. Yeah, it's very anticlimactic as well. But Yeah, in the beginning, we got Harry Anderson is drawing Wolfman and the referee come in. And they start like, you're not finished yet? Drawing the blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, it's getting tricky. I don't know. He eventually draws it, and then we cut to some random fucking lady in a dry cleaner who is cleaner clothes with Harry Anderson. I don't know why he's there, just for plot convenience, I guess. And then the power goes out after he leaves, and some rapist comes in, and he's just like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poke you and, and fuck the holes. I don't know what I'm going to do. If first of all, you got the hot chick in the laundromat in the middle of the night that may as well be having a sign around her neck that says, rape me, please. Hey. But she's got some, she's got a she's got an ace up her sleeve, which is in her back pocket. She's got some cool mom jeans going on. I meant the the policeman's badge. Yeah. Yes. Because he's holding a knife to yeah. her, and she's like, "Hey, back off! I'm a cop." He's like, "Where'd you get that?" <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna rape you. Because <laughs> whenever I went to a laundromat, there was my local law enforcement was in there with me. Because <laughs> that's. <laughs> 
So I've only visited a laundromat as the rapist, so I don't really know how this works. So, <laughs> But he pulls a knife on her, and he's like, I'm going to rape you. And he's like the most straightforward rapist I've ever seen in my life. I kind of appreciate his honesty at some point, where I'm like, dude knows what he wants, and he's willing to get it. He's, he's going to tell her exactly what he wants, so she can either be on board or screaming. The point is, if you want to start a reality show, just take a camera and be at the laundromat in the middle of the night and just be ready to film anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And take as little time as possible. Yep. You walk real slow. Yeah, yeah. If, if I was going to rape someone, let's just say this is what, at, if I were to, let's pretend that I've never done it before. Let's just say if I were to rape someone, <laughs> the laundromat would be like bottom of my list, right? It's a terrible Honestly, place to I, find it, someone. Where does Walmart place on said list, Phoenix? That's what above I a laundromat at nine, you know, ten o'clock at night. Probably when he gets a little bit more comfortable with the whole situation of doing it. I guess Walmart would come. I in. think he was walking past the laundromat and was like, oh, "Go in the church." You know, I run the church. Oh shit! And he looks over at the laundromat and sees that lady. He's like, "Gotta rape the and, bitch." And he goes and flips and, the breaker. <laughs> it's just like spur of the moment. Yeah, the guy's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently he's like an out-of-work electrician. Yeah, just turns it off. Yeah, he's like, he's like, well, the lights came off. Like, I know, I tripped them. Like, holds a knife up. Yeah, it's like. With I mean, what? this this laundromat doubles as a pizza place by day, and I'm pretty sure that this particular laundromat here probably has a condom machine up, up somewhere front where they like dispatch the little. Soap dispensers that you can buy, little packages of uh, detergent. One of those ones, though, because they want you to bring your kids in there to get their laundry done as well. So they're smart. So they have one of those machines that drops over the claw and it pinches a hole into the condom and then drops into the bin. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's how far, that's how advanced they are. In, yeah. in Whoopsie! It drops it right for next you. To the gumball machine. Yeah. You got to think so, about your future, yeah. your future business. That's all I'm saying. What'd you say? Back off, man! I have, I'm I'm HIV positive. <laughs> like that, that that message back then. She Somebody said, help me remember what? Because this was 1991. 90. This one came out. Was 90. The, the date 90? Okay, this June 26, 1990. When did they start advertising? Like, what was the first you know extend your boner medication that they had on the market? At that, the was time? Uh, that was later. That was later, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, okay. that was like Al or what's his name? Uh, Bob Dole. <laughs> later yeah, on they, they would have had the, the perfect opportunity for some product placement there bob dole likes raping people in a laundromat <laughs> bob dole loves it after he takes that magic pill <laughs> yeah you pop a pill you rape the lady that's what america wants but they are addressing pills that'll that'll make you uh you know yeah we didn't bring up any of that uh no. He, he's an illustrator, Harry Anderson is, and uh, we had a whole conundrum there where Frank got fucking confused who Harry Anderson is. Um, thought he was from Harry and the Hendersons, because I guess his name is Harry. That's John Lithgow. And then what do you, you thought he's from Elf, and that's uh, the, a different guy. Will Ferrell? Well, no, Elf, A-L-F. He looks oh, like Elf, okay. No, he looks from even further away from the guy, yeah. He's in Night Court and It. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was good in Night Court, though. I'll give him that. He was not good yeah. in It. He's terrible in that. Oh, It? Yeah. He was in It? Yeah, he plays All one of the... All the adults in It are terrible. He plays a stand-up oh. comedian, uh, and he's just fucking terrible. And he's, like, riffing, literally riffing on the set, and it's terrible. Yep. It's awful. But, um... He like, a funny man, like, in front of the stage now. He's dead now. 
the younger version of him in the it he, was set. He's dead. He's a dead person. Yeah. What happened to him? Probably heart attack, I assume. What was he, 50-something, 60-something? He, he died from 80s. He was 68 when he died. He died in 2018. Uh, oh, my God. No way. Oh, we're so close. Had this been an amazing coincidence, we're recording on April 14th, 2020. He died on April 16th, 2018. That was so Jeez. close. I've, maybe I'll release this episode in the, in the I was 16th. I going to say, you could have lied. Nobody would be none the wiser. I know, but it's... a. His name's Harry the Hat, much like Rose the Hat from Dr. Uh, Sleep. <laughs> yeah, he died of a stroke. Bull's been dead for a while. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah, but Bull actually died in that movie House. Steroids? Yeah, somebody shoved a grenade in his pants and he died. I remember that. Yeah. That's not true. Our character from this episode is trying to shove a grenade in his pants by via pills so he can bang his wife and get her pregnant. His wife reminded me of uh, Winona Ryder. Uh, Going back to another uh, Tim Burton reference. She she was very Tim Burton dressed. Yeah, she's wearing the most ridiculous outfits, and so is he. He's wearing the most 90s button-up shirts you can wear. Sometimes he has well, a suit yeah, coat over it. If this is 90s, then, then Burton's all the rage right now, because yeah. this, this would be post-Batman. This so. is the same year as Edward Scissorhands, and it has a lot of references from it. Fuck. Very yeah, similar I feel. I forgot about that, you know. Um, but she's wearing it. Remember that the one scene Why she comes back? Put him Sorry, Frank, go ahead. I just... Edward Scissorhands, why would you say, here, sleep here? It's a waterbed. I don't see any problems. There's Got a it. better version of that called Edward Edward Penis Hands. You should watch that one instead. It's, it's a I've, much better. No, I've seen it. Okay. I own it. Oh, okay. Laserdisc. Nice. Yep. I watched Penis Edward Hands. It was a very different movie. I didn't find it very erotic. <laughs> That's it, the bootleg version. It was a penis with a bunch of Johnny Depp's coming out of it, like 10 of them. It's, it's so creepy. I didn't like it. It turned me off. Set the Amber Heard cut. Yeah, and it kept slapping ladies and getting drunk and slapping ladies. I didn't really appreciate it. I also in that one. God, it's, it's really hard to jerk off to, but also I've, I've you know, tunneled through uh, Schindler's List, so what can I say? I was going to say, by the time you've reached that, I don't think anything can really, nothing will surprise me at this point. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing it right now. So let's continue, though. Multitasking. <laughs> hey, I got a free hand. So, all right. So so then um, uh, pretty much then we have just kids, random kids playing. Oh, no. Army. Back up even. We, we forgot to mention while in the laundromat, a, a creature comes out and kills the rapist. And then she, she's a cop, so she gets questioned by someone, another cop, who's just like, hey, other cop, you're going to have to answer to the sergeant for this. So dry your uniform that you've been washing at, at it, 2 in the like, morning. I would love this conversation. Look, we found her. He was decapitated. Put two and two together. I'm pretty sure she decapitated him. But she's saying a big like goo monster came out of the dryer or the washer and then I don't know what happened after that. They didn't even like take her laundry in case to see if there's blood on it. Like she killed the guy, was covered in blood and then washed it. That's a perfect scenario, right? 
No, they didn't even do that. They're like, hey, take your uniform. Go ahead and show up to the sergeant's office. Right. I know DNA wasn't a thing, but they could have at least like put a fucking it wasn't a 90. lamp on it or something and seen something. Yeah, ultraviolet lamp. The I know black they light back then. The black light yeah. that would uh, they use it yeah. use it at hotels to find out how much uh, fun the is on the bed. Legit, the only legit funny thing in this whole fucking episode though was in that laundromat when they had the chalk outline of the hat. <laughs> yeah. The head the head with the hat brim sticking forward. Separate from the body. That was actually funny cuz I was yeah. really expecting more out of watching the redneck rapist get his head bit off like I was hoping that would have been a lot better and it really wasn't it was extremely disappointing. But cut to chalk outline and then a separate chalk outline for the head with the little brim hat like facing forward. I like that. I laughed at the Tasmanian devil monster. It was like nom 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 when it was cutting his meat his head off. That was pretty funny. No drool, barely any blood, very disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason he bites him in the top of the head and yeah. and decapitates him that 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 way. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess somehow, it, it scared his neck off. The head that you get, like those those heads that you used to order off out of fucking Fangora. And I think you can still get those things now, just on different websites. But it looked like one of those heads. He must have like did it like a dandelion thing where he had his head in his mouth and at the bottom of his neck he had his thumb. He's like but and popped his head off. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. Could have been. But if you're looking for horror in this episode, you're gonna have blue balls. If you're looking for comedy yeah. in this episode, you're gonna have blue balls. So you're fucked either way, or not fucked rather, <laughs> either way. There's there's no way you're gonna be satisfied. There's there's no TNA, so you got blue balls there as well. Yeah. And there's no blood. There's no. You're not like <laughs> this quirky episode. You're like fucking dress normal, you assholes. That's all I was thinking the entire way through. And, and also, I was thinking, and in the very next episode, she's she's walking the beat, you know, like. Because she's not on suspension after she decapitated a guy. And she's like, hey, yeah. magazine guy, hand, high five. What's this? Yeah. Tales from the Crypt magazines. That looks like the we guy. We were talking a little bit. Was she maybe a detective and then got demoted to be an MB cop? Was that what was going on? Because that's what always happens in Lethal Weapon when they fuck up there. They're wearing no, uniforms. No, because she had traffic. the uniform. She had the oh, beat cop okay. uniform. Yeah. So she was already a beat cop. So yeah. she already had a shit. Job. So that was okay. just another day in her life. Right after yeah. someone she saw someone get beheaded in front of her, she's like, eh, she's da, 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 a beat da. cop, but still thinks it's smart to be alone in the laundromat in the middle of the fucking night. Cool. And, Without her and gun. The, and the only thing she got reprimanded about was make sure your uniform is is clean by tomorrow. Like that's what his that's what her chief was concerned about, that her laundry was not finished. And and he's not so much mad that she had a dirty uniform. It's, it's she's ma- he's mad that she hasn't cleaned it all the way, but they're at the fucking laundromat. So clearly she's on top of that shit, bro. Back off. Yeah, she knows. She, well, yeah, the effort was made. At yeah, least. she's already at the laundromat. And maybe yeah. she has more than one uniform, asshole. Who washes their only uniform the day before they have to go to work? The crime scene was not at the tattoo parlor. So, God, this guy, this, this fucking this, guy, this one uniform cop city. So she she steals the <laughs> she steals the tales from the crypt magazine. She sees, because she caught on to the last guy soliloquy he gave to her after about the uniform. He's also talking about like a T Rex in a fucking Volkswagen and something yeah. else. So she sees the covers of all these tales from the crypt magazines match the crimes that the guy listed off. Luckily, so she goes and tracks down uh, uh, Corman, the drawer of the tales from the crypt magazines that make everything come true. She stole the magazines, and then the next thing we see her in, she breaks into his fucking car because he goes out at like two in the morning to his car, and he's he, she, she's like, hey, he's like, ah, obviously, because why wouldn't you be? 
and instead of being like, why the fuck are you in my car? She's just like, hey. So I noticed some drawings you made, and the camera does that, ooh, ooh, like back and forth, the witness <laughs> drawings, and then the magazine. And they're the same. We had to do a slow pan from one to the other in comedic music to catch this that. This is a shocking reveal. The, the quirky was, music. Uh, yeah. A T-Rex in a Volkswagen and a T-Rex in <laughs> that, a Volkswagen. That, you know what? I'm that nine-foot T-Rex. I'm really disappointed that we didn't get a murder that involves a T-Rex in the back of a Volkswagen Beetle. That that was another blue balls moment for Wouldn't me. Wouldn't that be a better episode? <laughs> yeah. Way better. I, I would have I been thoroughly entertained. I feel like this show costs $30 an episode. <laughs> Yeah, from all the animators for the three seconds. Twenty nine ninety five was on that head that fell off the fucking redneck rapist. It's, it's terrible. It, it's like a it has the budget of one of my shows, like a B movie battle. It's just like me in a room. That's it. That's it. It's a. It's it's. There's nothing it's in this episode. Sure van joint. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short, man. I thought you were going to say, don't sell yourself. <laughs> like, don't pitch your own show during your show. Uh, I mean, at least at least a samurai cop, they cut a head off of a body. I mean, we didn't get to see it after it was taken off, but at least we did take a head off of a body. They so. set a guy on fire and then proceeded to show the entire time when they're putting him out, and then the stunt double looks at the camera. <laughs> they did all that yep. in that movie. We only got enough money for one light, guys. One light. And it's the sun. The light's name is the sun. <laughs> Frank, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, Frank. So, but, but, but what I did, I, I think my favorite part was, how did you get into my car? And she holds up basically the equivalent of his antenna bent, <laughs> bent into a V. <laughs> it, it looked like a, an instrument of uh, a gynecologist that hold up. Like, we well, yeah, get in there. <laughs> Those little scoopers. Like one of those street back back alley gynecologist joints. You know, like yeah. the same place where the where the nineteen eighty nine Joker got his fucking plastic surgery done. Right next door to that. It's you know? the kind of instrument you find in a clean uh jacket. In the inside of a jacket where the guy pulls it open. I can give you a, an abortion here in this alley. Let me get my tools. It's sanitizing this uh pea coat. Click click. That's what that was. It was fucking disgusting. What the fuck is she holding? Totally safe. Says so in Rapist Magazine. <laughs> yeah. I bought it off that guy that tried to rape you earlier. Before he's beheaded. I, we, are, we are setting the record for that word. In this <laughs> <laughs> rape or beheaded? Both. All right. We'll, we'll keep a record going. They decide, she decides rather, let's go draw something and see if it happens. Which they go back the next day, or a couple hours later, I assume. I, actually, if I think about it, they just walked right back in the building, didn't they? Because they're at his office. They just walked right, right back in there, some bitch. Yeah, so why she wasn't just standing outside, you know, to She to wanted to get comfortable. This, I don't understand. She wanted to get comfortable, so she broke in his car with a pair of uh, baby removers. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. And if you're going to try to show, to like illustrate that, you're, that you can draw something that will come to life, why don't you do something clever like have a gorilla break into a fucking bank and like just take a big fat stack of cash. Solve all your problems at once, man. Think so, ahead, man. Yeah. What yeah. A, what how about asshole. you draw me up a key to that vault? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? He could do anything. Or just draw a million dollars. How about that? <laughs> he, this is I've 1990. Always, he could have yeah. drew, drawn uh, Cindy... Uh, Cindy Crawford 
naked. But no, he drew a fucking gooey monster coming out of a fridge. And then it cuts to like some kids playing some fucking weird game uh, with guns and going pew, pew, pew. It didn't look fun at all. In a, in like I don't an think abandoned... they can afford Cindy Crawford naked with, with twenty nine ninety five. Cindy yeah. Crawford naked eating an Eskimo pie. No. You, you could do a drawing of it. Those kids look like they're playing like the ghettos of Kingston, Jamaica or some shit. Like they're in the fucking middle of nowhere and it's like all rusted rebar everywhere. <laughs> like they're playing guns and then one kid is gets they tell him to fuck off because he's too dorky even of this shit crew. So he fucks off over to the fridge and he opens it. He starts seeing like a goo monster coming out and he's just like, oh God. He's got glasses. So he knows a pussy back then. And then he starts Kids screaming. playing Rambo in an actual <laughs> tetanus plant. Like I think they actually manufacture tetanus at this point. It's place. gotta be. Like they're cultivating it outside <laughs> the yards in the metal. And the kids are like, let's fuck around in here and play guns. Pew, pew. Ah, my jaw. It won't close. Fuck these uh, there's kids. a zombie that for some reason oozes green goo, doesn't have any on him when he gets out of there, is <laughs> yeah. way too big to fit in the fucker. It's an and old man. When, when it's about time to kill the kid, he doesn't. He just goes, Rawr! He goes, Wasn't it kind of a staple of the 90s, though? Everything menacing had to be green, like either green glowing or green goo. And we that was like a of goosebumps. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> X Files, everything. Ninja Remember? Turtles, Secret of the Ooze. Sorry, nope. Frank. Yeah. What do you say, Frank? Slimer was green. Yeah. 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 You don't get more menacing than Slimer. No. <laughs> John Belushi. Yeah, he was green. That's how, that's cool. that's what Slimer is, you guys realize, right? Un- unofficial John Belushi cameo, yeah. Yeah. I do know that. Yeah. I did know that. Yeah. Well, we're, we're geeks that watch with fucking commentary, so that's how you learn these things. <laughs> he, he, he died the year before they made the movie, or two years. Uh, so they, but the, he was supposed to be one of the Ghostbusters, um, but he that's died, good. so they wrote him in. He's supposed to be Venkman, yeah. He, they wrote him in as uh, Slimer instead, which is why he just, like, consumes everything. Yep. Yeah. Oh, You'll never shit. watch the movie the same. They should have had Slimer doing a couple of lines. That would have been perfect. He's not far mm-hmm. off. I like in the cartoon where he's like a helper. And take a like 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 a beer can go into his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or spit out potatoes. I'm a zit. <laughs> yeah. He almost pretty much did <laughs> in the hallway there when he was eating all the stuff off the tray. Yeah, potato chips and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get back to this episode, because we're almost done. Uh, the, oh god, where are we? Uh, the little kids, it didn't fucking matter. Did they ever find out that happened? No, no, like that's what was so weird about it. There's, there's no connection back to Harry Anderson or his floozy girlfriend, it didn't matter. or his wife. Just this thing happens at Technus Factory, and doesn't really amount to anything. Nobody dies. Monster just, I don't know. He's probably still there, like just feeding off a of tetanus. You know. Does anybody remember Harry uh, drawing a zombie? I don't. Yeah, I do remember him drawing the he zombie, did. yes, but that, oh. that's as far as it went. It like, was during it, the was... sequence where she went into his office and he drew it, and suddenly they're just like, I'm in love. And his love, like the, the Richard Diaries music starts playing, remember? And they're singing at each other. Yeah, that's yeah. when he drew that. I love Diaries. Because the one, the one kid that was wearing camouflage where we were debating heavily whether that was a boy or a girl um, was standing right in front of the zombie, right in front of the Indiana Jones refrigerator. And yeah. the... 
somehow still gets away. So there's no, we, we got robbed of that murder that we really wanted to. I wanted to see a, an, an androgynous child die at the hands of an elderly zombie that crept yes. out of a fucking fridge in the middle of a tetanus factory. What is so hard about that episode? Okay. Poetic justice. You know why? Because all three of us are conditioned to see that. Thank you, Walking Dead. I wanted something. I wanted something. I wanted to either laugh or laugh out of my penis with some nudity or something. I wanted something, but there's nothing in this fucking episode to enjoy. There really isn't. <laughs> it, it's, it's continuously letting you down no matter what genre you're looking for. There's nothing in this episode for anybody, unless you're a fan of drawing. This you, show is, it has an HBO credit on it, but I distinctively remember Tales from the Crypt being on like regular TV. Am I wrong? Was well, it I on think, HBO? I think sci fi showed uh, reruns of it in the early 90s. Frank is so That's good. why I'm thinking it's so dumbed down. <laughs> it was like dumbed down for like regular TV. <laughs> We're losing Frank. <laughs> Frank has been. Frank's having a stroke. Was it when I said uh, laugh out of my penis or something? <laughs> I forgot what I said. It was pretty good. All right. I, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> but. You know, it's true though. You you get nothing, no matter what you're looking for in this episode, unless you're like I like terrible Rod Serling Twilight Zone episodes, which I called by the way. I said that, and then and we're in the car, and then immediately she goes, "It's like out of the Twilight Zone," and I was like, "No." And and I have proof. Oh, I, you do. I forgot you recorded that. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm it's, gonna edit that. It's in. kind of an unwritten rule. I know it's it's a big thing on on my my. My YouTube channel, it's it's something owed. Either give me blood, gore, nudity, or humor. If you can't deliver on one of those fronts, then you're wasting my time. Nudity is the last, you know, all jokes aside, it's the last thing I look for in something. Yes. But when I see HBO, and I'm not laughing, and I'm not scared, and I'm not enjoying it. And it... And the sun's down. We're looking you at a later. Off to it. We're looking at a later Game of Thrones episode. At least give me some tits or some dong. Give me something. I'll take dong if there's no tits. I really will. I don't. I mean something. Something. I'm not going to jerk off to it like Schindler's List. It's not that erotic, but I will at least get something out of it. We got the one laugh with the with the chalk on the floor, and that was it. I That's laughed at the, laugh like I said. Yeah, the, the rest of it were artificial laughs. Yum, yum, yum. Well, okay, not for nothing, but the way he drew his wife, and then they actually brought it to life, sort of. And that thing looked, that was the, that was, I. I, I called I, it as, I, I compared her. I think we all agreed at first she looked like uh, the girl from uh, was a blueberry, the girl from uh, Willy Wonka. Uh, but then I compared her, yeah, I, I compared her to a, a maxi pad in the after version in a maxi pad commercial because <laughs> she's got wings and she's dyed blue. <laughs> it's like <laughs> whose dad may or may not be the tidy bull man. We're not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> it would make sense. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That's really all I got out of it. Because then his wife shows up after he did a little doodle over, and she's like, "She's been, she's a fucking bitch, and she nags at him the entire time for not getting it up." Which why shame a man for that? Because this is gonna make the problem worse. And then for fucking the secretary, yeah. so it's a lie to her. And then uh, eventually he's like on the phone with the cop after they made out, and he's like, "Let's meet in a secluded area away from everybody." And then you know, comically, she's behind his back. And then. He draws the monster, and she the monster comes out with her, and she's like, that's what you see me as? Yeah, and she that's has it. a gun the entire time. 
with the safety orange cap still on it. Yeah, it is the fakest. Like I've never like I've seen black guns. I've seen shiny chrome guns. I don't see I race. I've never seen a uh, nickeled, uh, nickel, a polished nickel. It, it didn't have the gold cap on the front like where the barrel is. It had the gold sights. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was the fakest orange, fake. not gold. It, it was like a three size too big revolver. It was almost I, like I, I'm pretty sure it was a water pistol painted head. with like model paint. Well. Yeah, it, it it reminded me of the gun from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> dump dump bullets. This is. No, I'm glad you bring that up because this is kind of like comparable comparable to what they were going for, which is like a Roger Rabbit style of humor. <clears throat> it just didn't yeah. work at all in this at all. No, because no, Tales from the Crypt isn't supposed to be funny, is it? It's not supposed to be Spielbergy. He's supposed to be funny, the the, the Crypt Keeper. Yep. And that's about yeah. it. It's funny. He's funny. There's, there's humor in it. But it's Demon not had its moments, but it wasn't funny. No, that, those are the movies, you know, though. It, he's not. It's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to have a, a a comedic aspect to it. That's it. It's not supposed to be a comedy, though. It, it ends on like a bullshit love scene where they're like sitting at a table. I was almost waiting for one of them to like nose a meatball over to the other one's plate, like from fucking you know Lady and the Tramp. But, like I may as well have. They <laughs> they hung on that shot for way too long. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Nobody makes a piece of spaghetti that freaking long. It just—it was impossible. Have you ever tried to make spaghetti? Nope. Good luck, mate. Good luck making a 15-foot-long strand of uh, noodle. They're, they're dogs, so it's seven times shorter. That is true. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Come to think of it. You so, know, what, Frank, that's a good analogy for this episode. Is a 15-foot-long wet noodle. I had one of those when I was watching Schindler's List, but then I saw some scenes and it changed completely. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> yeah, I mean that movie. It won the best Oscar, the best picture Oscar. Not and for what you. <laughs> turns out it wasn't supposed to be erotic. I had no idea. <laughs> you mean it wasn't at the AVN Awards? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't you, Golden you, Pecker. When the townspeople <laughs> thought it was snowing and it wasn't, <laughs> yeah, supposed to be erotic. Really, it's really hard to watch oh, the movie through like trickling snow as it go down your 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 TV. Half the movie was <laughs> different. Never mind. <laughs> Are you going to say something worse than me this episode? Come on. Yeah, Jet, Mass Genesis. no coming back from jerking off to Schindler's Hey, I've talked about this on stage, jerking off to Schindler's List. I have no shame about this. I totally did. It is a true statement, and I'm not not ashamed of it. So what reaction did you get from the crowd? I mean, was this your starting bit, or did you ease into this? I'd say it's the only bit. I walk up and I go, I jerked off to Schindler's <laughs> List. My name's Phineas West. Good night. And they're like, I what the fuck? Phoenix West and I jerked off to Schindler's List. What? Is it, uh, why is everybody, uh, all of you here, same problem? Wait, am I in the wrong room? Uh, anyway, it's been two weeks since I've used um, Schindler's, Schindler's List as a masturbatory tool. Um. I'm an you know SLA. Why they don't sell a lot of copies of Schindler's List on DVD these days. Me, that's why. <laughs> I call I call it my favorite White Ray. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I have such a problem, I burned the damn DVDs. <laughs> uh, let's just say the VHS I had got gunked up somehow, and you have oh. to move on the DVD at some point. Oh my god! The, the, the sweet spot was burned into the VHS. Yeah. That same scene over and over. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. Re rewind and fast forward change my life. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know where that's So thanks for listening to the first episode of Tales from the Crypt review from LAW. <laughs> um <laughs> Shit. Hopefully it gets it better from here. It, it did end at the ridiculous wife, right? Like it was just done, right? Like I think the, the thing kills her, right? Does we he? didn't see a death. We don't we see it, but we have they, to assume. They they do they go all WWE SmackDown and shit, and then they close the door and they walk off, and then we cut to the fucking uh, Lady in the Tramp scene. Fair enough. The entire episode was WWE style. I mean, let's be speak. Yeah, and the Crypt Keeper's like. Wasn't that romantic or some shit like that? <laughs> Who cares what he said? But yeah. he's like, it was a little too, what do you say? A little too, he kept doing puns there about comics. This, yeah. this, yeah, this, this was pre a little too CSI graphic. Miami. So that's what he said. A little too graphic. And I'm like, no, there was no violence at all, except for the, you know, when the guy got beheaded, the rapist, rape, rape, rape. That's, that's it. I think the most graphic thing was listening to that bitch talk. Yeah. Winona Ryder. David Caruso stole everything from the Crypt Keeper. I'm calling it now. <laughs> it just, they just changed out the laugh with the fucking, you know, yeah. sound. Yeah. Yep. I don't like this episode, guys. And I'm disappointed no. as it was the first one. Let's draw the next week's episode, next time's episode. This has to get better. What, what is next? So, what is next week's episode there, Phoenix? I don't know. I'm drawing it right now. You guys want to fill in the space? I'm uh, calling Schindler's List. Schindler's fist. Uh oh. The ball fell to the ground and it's gone now. <sighs> the only thing we needed was Telly Savalas and a nutcracker. Oh my god. Mmm, crack. I found it. I found it. <laughs> you lost the ball. Of course. Did. What is it? At least this isn't the ping pong thing. We have to sit here All right. now. I got the card from the from the whiteboard. Right on. That's what I call my TV screen when Schindler's List is on. It's N thirty seven three oh nine undertaking parlor or Pallor. I don't know if I wrote this wrong or not. Undertaking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. Wait, uh, season what episode? What season three? I'm looking it up right now. Uh, season three, episode nine. Uh, where'd it go? Oh, it's season two. Sorry, one second. Almost done. Almost done, guys, I swear. Yeah, Undertaking Paller, P-A-L-O-R. Four boys find out that the local undertaker and a pharmacist are in cahoots to murder rich locals and profit from their funerals. Ooh. Oh, oh, there's Holy shit. So those guys at the beginning of the episode when they were like spitballing ideas for horror comics were actually like revealing the episodes that were going to come out later because I'm pretty sure that was one of the things that they said. Wow. Might be. Yeah. I do remember that. Remember that? Yeah, they're like, oh. When hey, Wolfman yeah. and the Referee said it? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, the guy the guy that looks like not quite Jason Momoa. This is the most meta episode, which is unfortunate that we did it first because oh, yeah. <laughs> you want it to be self-referential later when we have more frame of reference, but now we just started with it. Although now we have extremely lowered expectations. All thanks to so. this asshole. <laughs> Random chance. <laughs> Fuck you. That bitch. <clears throat> oh, is this is, is undertaken uh, pallor? Pal, yeah. You would think it's parlor, but it's not. It's That's parlor. why I read it wrong the first time. That's why I, th- I assumed I wrote it wrong. But it is parlor. But, but it does have something to do with an undertaking. Meh, spellings for jerks. <laughs> undertaking Balar. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, I'll get to that episode next. Um, I hope to have you guys back, but where can we find you guys? Uh, Frank, we'll start with you. Oh, it, easy. RedDragonsRadio.com, guys. Just go there and find all great podcasts. And uh, that's all. You know, or uh, you can go to Twitter, Dolel and Casey. There you go. Easy. Adam? I I review bad movies for a living, so you can find me at www.RaidersLostFlicks.com <laughs> or Raiders underscore OTLF on Twitter. Awesome. Um, you can find me at www.liwstudios.com. Um, I'm there. Uh, also, Frank and I do a show called LIW The Twilight Zone Review. So if you go there, you can find that show as well. We're also on Red Dragons Radio, like you mentioned, but at LIW Studios, you can also find out the other shows we do in this show. Or the studio is, you know, uh, American Horror Story, Westworld, Walking Dead, Twilight Zone, and so on. And go to youtube.com slash loitering in Wonderland Studios. You'll see it all in the notes. Any last parting words from you guys about this episode or about Tales from the Crypt memories or anything like that? I'll never watch Schindler's List the same again. <laughs> I miss Tales from the Dark Side, the series. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I think that was slightly better than this. <laughs> I... I I didn't like it as much because it didn't have the humor, but now I'm starting to realize maybe the humor doesn't carry over as an adult. What about Tales from the Dark Side, the movie? The movie's like good. That one? I like the movie. The movie's good. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can agree on that one. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think we all love anthology shows. This one, this episode, though, wasn't a good representation of an anthology show. <laughs> it was a bad episode. And this was like, what, 27 minutes, and it felt like an hour. But the one thing Phoenix and I has found is, like, the worse something is, the funnier it is to just fucking tear it apart. <laughs> I mean, you got to talk about something for 45 minutes. You got to. Yeah. So, the better, like, Phoenix and I did shadow play. It's like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. I mean, you got to like, do something. Not all of us have a copy of Schindler's List. Phoenix. I have a copy. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I used, I tried to have a copy one a time. A laser disc, right? Well, yeah, I don't just don't. I don't have a player though. <laughs> you gunk it up less if it's a laser disc because it's much bigger. It can take a lot That's more. What she said, "A lot more loads." Anyway, <laughs> until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. I'm Adam Wilcox. So long, citizens, and I'm so sorry. This is our first episode. I'm so sorry.